Welcome to the Half Hippie Podcast. It's been a while since I've recorded an episode, but I am back and I've got kind of a fun announcement for you today. In this episode, I'm going to dive into the business case for sustainability. So I will have some numbers for you, but also some other information and some ideas and concepts that are really cool and really make the case for sustainability for businesses. I'm going to talk about why businesses who have a purpose like sustainability, like social justice, these companies that have a purpose attached to their mission really do better. So let's dive in and learn about the business case for sustainability. You're listening to the Half Hippie Podcast with Tara Milo. I'm a half hippie, half princess, cat mom, city girl, introvert, and entrepreneur. I don't fit into a box and you don't either, but I'm committed to making the world a better place through my lifestyle and my business. I love talking about sustainability because I know that you can make a positive difference without giving up the things you love. Here on the Half Hippie Podcast, we're talking about sustainability and entrepreneurship. We'll share stories about what makes us all half hippie and what our other half does to make a positive impact in the world. Let's go. If you've been listening for a while, you might remember that I recently took a course from Cambridge University online. It was a business sustainability management course, and I learned all about the business case for sustainability. And my goal with that is to become a sustainability consultant. And I've decided to focus on hotels, and I'm so excited about this. So I want to share this with you guys because there's so much really interesting stuff going on in this area of sustainability. But why hotels? I feel like they have so much potential to make an impact. I know a lot of people are staying in Airbnbs lately, but hotels are still a really big industry. And I also studied them as an example case study when I took that course at Cambridge University. And I saw some really incredible innovations and ways to reduce waste. So there's a lot of interesting and fun stuff happening in the hotel industry. And the term greenwashing actually originated with hotels. Some guy was traveling and he cares about the environment and he saw that little card that we've all seen in the hotel that says um, something about, you know, care about the environment, reuse your towels, put them on the floor if you want them to be washed. Otherwise, please hang them up and reuse them. And he was like, this is not being environmentally responsible. Like, you can't just ask people to reuse their towels and claim that you're a green hotel. Like that doesn't cut it. So the term greenwashing actually originated there where, you know, companies are making a minimal effort and putting all the responsibility on the consumer and claiming that they're green. And he's like, this is not okay. So that was kind of fun. And I I enjoyed that. And at the end of the course, at the Cambridge University course, I actually took a trip to Azores or Azores, um, to these islands off the coast of Portugal. And normally I stay in an Airbnb, but we booked a hotel because it had free breakfast and we thought, okay, this is a nice perk. We won't have to worry about breakfast. And when we got there... There was bacon, eggs, and sugar for breakfast, basically. And I'm, 
I don't eat meat or dairy. So there was nothing for me. There wasn't even like soy milk or anything. Like they had some granola. So basically for the first couple of days I had granola and the staff was really, really sweet and helpful. And they said, hey, just tell us what you want and we'll get it for you for breakfast. So my friend kept complaining to the the front office staff. He's like, she is starving. Can you please put out some vegetables to put on toast, put out some peanut butter, like give this woman some food. (laughs) And they did. And actually they went above and beyond. They made me vegan pancakes, which were so good. And I put peanut butter on them and some jelly, like local fig jelly. Oh my gosh, from a source. It was incredible. Um, But they did finally put out some healthy food. And the next morning, like when we went down for breakfast, the vegetable plate was empty because people want these changes. Other people wanted this healthy food as well. They didn't want to stuff themselves with bacon and eggs and then go walk around the island and try to feel energetic and fresh and alive. They wanted healthy food too. We're just the ones who complained and spoke up. I mean, we complained nicely, but like we spoke up about it and told them what we wanted and other people wanted it too. And that was so refreshing and just so good to see that this is the direction that people are going. People really want this. Uh, Other things we noticed while we were there, I mean, they did have that cool thing where the lights only go on when you put your key card in a slot. So as soon as you take your key card out, all the lights go off, all the electricity in the room goes off. I really like that because there's no waste. There's no potential of you leaving the air conditioning running all day when you're not there or leaving lights on all day. So that is a cool thing that I think a lot of hotels are already doing. Um, We liked that. One bad thing though, our toilet was running. Like every time we flushed, it would run for like five minutes. That's unbelievable. And we did complain about that and they didn't fix it. And that's so much water being wasted. We just, oh, we have to do better for the planet. Like there are so many people in this world who don't have water and when we waste water I don't know I it just makes me sick to see how much water gets wasted knowing that there are other people who don't have water uh simple things like that like having healthy options on your menu at a hotel makes a big difference and fixing the toilet having that key card thing where the electricity turns off that is huge as well and you know we're kind of as an economy, as industry, as businesses, everybody, we are at the point where the cost of dealing with climate change is more expensive than preventing it. And taking action as a business is not a matter of sustainability or profits. You can have both. And that's what my goal is as a sustainability consultant. Because when you become more sustainable, you improve operational efficiency which will save you a lot of money, increase your profits, and it looks good to stakeholders because they see that you're doing things that make a difference and you're not wasting electricity, water, plastic, all kinds of stuff. Oh, you know those little plastic, like um, the travel size shampoo and conditioner? Oh man, we need to get rid of the stuff like that. Nobody need you bring your own shampoo. <laughs> or have a big refillable pump that stays in the room. Our hotel did have this. They were refillable soap dispensers, which is just smart and it reduces a lot of waste. So I love seeing stuff like that. 
But some of the other things that happen when you become more sustainable, you inspire loyalty among your employees and customers. And I'm going to talk more about this in a minute. And you also meet investors' requirements for a sustainability report because any business that is on the stock exchange needs to have a sustainability report. It's required and investors want to see it. So I know that making a profit is still important, but the cool thing is the world has changed. Purpose is now the driver of long-term profitability. There's so much research about it. I'm going to talk about that um, in this episode. But we really can integrate sustainability and ESG into the purpose of your business. So your business used to be to have a hotel, and now we are going to give it a bigger purpose. Why hotels? It's just fun. I'm just starting here. I might branch into some other things, but I think, you know, the travel industry and hotels specifically has so much potential to do some good. So let's talk about some definitions real quick. Um, I mentioned already ESG. ESG means environmental, social, and corporate governance. Essentially, it means being responsible to the planet, the community, and all stakeholders. Not just stockholders, but stakeholders. Everyone who has a stake in your business. ESG encourages you to be responsible to everybody through corporate governance. So it's E for environment, S for social, and G for corporate governance, ESG. And sustainability, of course, is a word that I say all the time. It simply means reducing our negative impact on the environment, and it also includes action towards social justice. Because a business that is racist or sexist or ageist or any of these things um, is not going to be sustainable. It's not going to survive. People are waking up. We want to see equality and justice and empathy. We want to see all of this stuff. So if you're not doing that, you're not going to, you're not going to last. So the goal with sustainability is a safe, healthy planet that is enjoyed by people who live with dignity. Everyone deserves a dignified life. And another term you might see is CSR. CSR means corporate social responsibility, and it involves actions that go beyond profitability to include social objectives that make a difference in the world. So sustainability is also about social justice. We need more women, more minorities, more non-white male people in management positions. That only comes down to offering opportunities. It doesn't mean that you are singling out white men. It just means that you're offering those opportunities for training, for networking, for advancement. You're offering those opportunities to everybody. A lot of times they are simply offered to white men and white men take those opportunities. But if we offer them and make them accessible to everybody, we're going to see more equality. I, I've done some research. I read some articles about this and it really is, um, it really is the case. It's all about opportunity. So as I was researching uh, sustainability and the business case for sustainability, I came across this article from Monitor Deloitte and they identified six primary areas where a company's social impact efforts can drive business value. 
Number one is brand differentiation. Social purpose has been shown to drive consumer purchasing decisions and enable companies to charge a premium, leading to increased revenue, right? You've got social perception. There are third-party rankings for hotels, for restaurants, for all of these things. Um, Like, for example, of a third-party ranking, um, there's an app called Happy Cow that ranks and lists all vegan and vegetarian uh, restaurants and markets and things like that. So that's a third-party ranking. You have to be approved to be listed on Happy Cow. And all the vegans know about Happy Cow. (laughs) We all have it on our phone. So that is something that sets your brand apart. Another area where social impact drives business value is talent attraction and retention. This just means you get to hire good employees and you keep them. There is an alignment between company and employee values, and that increases employee engagement, leading to improved profitability through higher productivity. They are happy to work there. They do their job. They do it better. And you have cost reductions from lower turnover because your employees are happy. They work at a place that has purpose, and they believe in that purpose, and they're happy to come to work and do their job, and they don't quit. That is huge because hiring new people is really expensive and training them and all of this. Okay, number three is innovation. Efforts to improve the healthiness or the environmental and social footprint of products can be an engine of innovation, spurring increased revenue from new products and new markets. This one might not apply so much to hotels, but... It is still relevant as hotels start investing in innovation and you make a small investment and you see a huge return. We'll see that in a second. But this is a driver of long-term growth and reduced waste. Innovation. Very cool. Uh, Number four from this Monitor Deloitte article was operational efficiency. This is the one that I love because, you know, we do have two problems. We have global warming, climate change, and we have waste, so much waste. So operational efficiency addresses waste. And that's one that I'm really um, concerned about. I think that's the one that we can make the biggest difference. Carbon offsetting and all of that gets really complicated, but we can all reduce our waste. And decreasing your company's footprint in packaging, in materials, in water use, and waste production can really yield significant cost savings. So you you invest a little bit in something that helps you reduce waste, and you see huge savings, which does affect your bottom line in terms of profitability. You're lowering your cost, and you're improving increasing your profits. You save energy, water, materials, and you reduce waste. It's incredible. Another big one that's really important, especially to investors, number five, is risk mitigation. What this means is that the failure to effectively address environmental and social risks can create serious financial and operational performance challenges. So what that means is that unlike traditional forms of business risk, social and environmental risks manifest themselves over a longer term. 
And they often affect the company on a lot of different dimensions. And they're largely outside the organization's control. So we have to be ready for these risks and try to mitigate them before they come. Um, because climate change risks impact not only your local operations, but the entire supply chain. And we saw that with COVID, we saw that with Russia's invasion of Ukraine, we're seeing how the global economy and when these global systems get affected by different things, that affects the global supply chain. And climate change is certainly one of these things. We, we're having stronger storms and a lot more property damage from these strong storms. So being more responsible and helping to lower our footprint is a big step in risk mitigation. And the social impact efforts have important mitigation effects, resulting in avoided costs or lost revenues and higher valuations. So that's risk mitigation. That one's a little bit more complicated and not so sexy, but it's really important. Okay, the last one um, from this list from Monitor Deloitte, the six primary areas where a company's social impact drives profitability and business value. The last one is capital access and market valuation. So that basically means investment. Corporate social impact efforts are positively related to market valuation and cost of capital. So basically you get cheaper loans and you get more investment and you get a return on your investment. You get included in sustainability indexes and there's a return on that social investment. So that's what capital access and market valuation means. It just means that your company starts to look a lot better to investors. Okay, so let's talk about some numbers. Um, we all know, you know, we've seen the pictures of the polar bears and things like that. And I don't think that argument of guilt is really working. It works a little bit. It gets us to a place. But for businesses, the numbers are important. So I looked up a couple of numbers and I got all of these from the Harvard Business Review. They were making the business case for sustainability as well. And these are just some of the numbers that I found most significant and impactful. So in 2013, GE had reduced greenhouse gas emissions by 32% and water use by 45% compared to 2004 and 2006 baselines. And those reductions resulted in $300 million in savings just by reducing their water and their greenhouse gas emissions. They saved $300 million. Incredible. Um, since 1994, Dow has invested nearly $2 billion, $2 billion in improving resource efficiency, and they've saved $9.8 billion from reduced energy and wastewater consumption in manufacturing. So they're not in the hotel industry, but it just shows you that you invest a little bit and you save five times more. They invested $2 billion and they saved $9.8 billion. 80% of companies show that stock price performance is positively correlated with good sustainability practices. So your stockholders need to see this. They want to see this and your stock price goes up. 80% of companies found that their stock price went up. 
Companies with strong corporate responsibility reputations experience no meaningful declines in their share price compared to their industry peers during crises versus firms with poor CSR reputations whose reputations declined 2 to 3% and they had a market capitalization loss of $378 million per firm. So what this is saying is if you don't do this, you're going to lose a lot of money because your reputation goes down. And we'll see in a minute the importance of reputation. One study estimated that companies experience an average internal rate of return of 27 to 80% on their low carbon investments. So when somebody works with a sustainability consultant like me, I might suggest that you invest in something that is going to cost you money, but you're going to see an internal rate of return of 27 to 80% on that investment. So I'm not just saying, please do this because the polar bears want you to. This is going to help your business. You're going to see a return on that investment. There was also some research at Oxford University that showed that solid ESG practices resulted in an 88% improvement in operational performance. And good sustainability practices increased share prices 80%. That's incredible. These little changes make such a huge difference. And the reason is because sustainability is a priority for customers, employees, and investors. So let's talk about each one of these. Today's customers expect more transparency, honesty. They want to see a tangible global impact from companies. They can choose from a wide variety of sustainable, competitively priced, high quality products. And consumers want to see this. 66% of global consumers are willing to pay more for sustainable goods. And a full 73% of millennials are willing to pay more. So you're going to make an investment. You might hire a sustainability consultant. You might make some investments. You're going to include these actions in your marketing plan so that people can see that you're doing good work and people are willing to pay more money for that. So your profits go up. It just makes so much business sense. 72% of people are more likely to be loyal to the company and 72% also said they would be likely to forgive a company if it made a mistake. That's that authenticity that we were talking about earlier and it's related to your reputation. So you have a certain reputation and maybe you make a mistake. Something goes bad, something comes out, it's bad, but If you are taking positive action, you're making good decisions around sustainability and CSR, people are more likely to be loyal and more likely to forgive the company if they make a mistake. So those are consumers. What about employees? Research is finding that 21st century employees are focusing more on mission, purpose, and work-life balance. They want to feel good about the place where they work. When they feel good about that, morale improves. You're easily able to motivate and engage your employees. They care about mission and social good. 
and that allows you to reduce turnover and recruiting expenses. I've heard, this was years ago, but I heard that it costs $20,000 to hire a new employee. I don't know how that can be possible, but that's what I heard over and over again. So hiring new people is really expensive. You have to train them. You know, you lose work hours when somebody leaves, and when you're training, you're kind of losing some time as well. But if you can keep good people working at your company because they care about it, everybody's going to be happy. 78% are more likely to want to work for a company that does some social good. So it's really good for your employees, which helps your business and your bottom line. And your employees are nice to your customers when they're happy, and that makes your customers happy. You get more loyalty and everyone feels engaged with your company. Let's talk about investors. Investors want to see long-term value. They want to improve risk management. And by taking action towards sustainability, towards these ESG concepts that we've been talking about, your stock performance improves. And these non-financial disclosures that you would have on something like a sustainability report is the number one priority for the younger group of investors who are coming in. So younger investors want to see this. They want to see your purpose, your mission, your values. The older group of investors wants to see lower risk to your business, right? Everybody, all the investors want to see that. If they're smart investors, they want to see lower risk. But the younger investors, they want to see purpose. Why hire a consultant? We've talked about all these numbers and everything. And here's why I think it's a good idea to hire a consultant. I'm a little biased, of course, because I am a consultant. Um, But I've done the research, so you don't have to. Like your job is to run a hotel or do whatever it is that you do. And my job is to make sure you do it in a way that is both sustainable for the planet and profitable. I don't want to see your company fail. And the other reason to hire a consultant rather than do it from the inside is that I see things from the outside. I see a new perspective. I see some different ways that you could be more efficient and that you've probably just always done it this way. So this is the way we do it. So I might come in and notice some things that could change or any consultant is going to notice some little things that are going to make a big difference if you can make some changes and be a little bit more flexible. And those changes, as I said, are intended for you to have long-term profitability and longevity in your business. We want you to succeed. We want you to keep going and being more efficient and being more sustainable, caring about purpose and social justice is the way to do it. Why me specifically? (laughs) This is a good question. It's because I'm a business owner too. I want to see you thrive financially, of course. And I also have a strong background in marketing. I've been doing marketing for over 10 years. So I know how to talk about these concepts in a way that kind of avoids greenwashing, tells the truth in an authentic way. Um, So I know how to use the right language to help convey that story. And I studied business sustainability management at Cambridge University Online. I I invested in that course specifically because it was the most comprehensive and it took, it was like an eight week course, maybe eight or nine weeks. And it took all of my time and every, 
every thought of every day was dedicated to the content of this course. So actually, you know, asking one of your employees to do this course on top of doing their regular job is too much to ask. So you can bring in a consultant like me who has done the work, has done the research, and we can come in and help make some changes, get the team on board, and take some action without having to, you know, ask one of your employees to study the same thing that I've studied. I can just come in and convey the relevant information to you um, really quickly in a way that helps you take action. And a lot of these are complex issues. And I'm able to translate that into understandable, relatable, common, actual language. So I'm going to break some concepts down so that everyone can understand them and get on board. I have a business background. I've been an entrepreneur for over eight years. This means I'm a good problem solver and I am obsessed with efficiency. I go everywhere and I see things that could be more efficient And that's just good for your business. And I'm able to point it out in a way that makes people feel good. Like I'm not here to criticize the work. I'm just here to say, oh, here's something that could be done better. That's it. I do it with a lot of empathy, with a lot of compassion for like, oh, I know you've been doing it this way, but have you thought about this? Or can we, can we make a little shift towards efficiency towards sustainability. And I really, I want to see you profit and thrive. That's why me, like I do want to see businesses keep going and do better. That's why I'm doing this. I want to see these businesses thrive. I know they can be even more profitable when they embrace sustainability. That's what I've studied and people want it. I have seen people want it. They want their hotels. They want every business to be better. I might branch out into other industries. I don't know, but I think hotels is a fun place to start. So that's it. That's my plan. I'm excited. I think it's really fun. Um, I would love to hear from you. Follow me on Instagram. Let's engage. Let's have a conversation. Have you stayed at a hotel recently? What would you like to see done differently? Have you seen this, like, you know, the toilet running all the time, the crappy food that makes you feel like crap, like, What have you seen that could be done differently at hotels? Let's talk about it. So I'm on Instagram at Half Hippie Podcast. Um, You can comment on my blog or on Instagram. And let me know what you think about this new project. And if you own a hotel or if you know someone who works at a hotel, please share this with them. I'm really excited to get this started. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be fun for me, but also for the hotel. Like I make things fun. (laughs) I am silly and fun to work with, but I also have really good ideas for ways to make things better for everybody, for the business and for the planet. So there we go. This is my new project. I'm super excited. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was interesting for you. I think the business case is really fascinating and it does make a big difference for the planet, for social justice, if we can get more diversity in our teams and have a purpose, a real purpose behind the business, we can make a big difference. So thanks again for listening and I will see you in a future episode.